Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Best Bet Corner. I'm your host, Harry Gagnon. Uh, we got a lot to cover today. We've got some golf uh, to discuss. But more than that, we've got the NCAA tournament starting. We asked for it. We got it. It's here. After a, a year hiatus, it's back. And also back, as always, <clears throat> Mr. Golf himself. Uh, you can catch Darren the Parlay Kid with me on extra points all the time, all the time on Against All Odds with Cousin Sal podcast on the Extra Points Podcast Network. We're putting picks up on the podcast network every day. Our podcast, you can hear us Tuesdays and Thursdays uh, Against All Odds with Cousin Sal. We've got a great show coming up this Thursday. We're taping the show on Wednesday afternoon. Darren, thanks for joining as usual. How are you, bud? Good, Harry. Uh, Mr. Golf, that's my uh, new nickname, huh? All right. Okay. Well, well, look. Here's the thing. Listen, I, you know, I, I don't, uh, I don't bow down to any of the three of you, uh, you know. But still, uh, on our Against All Odds podcast. But I gotta say, on, uh, you know, our, our, on Best Bet Corner, our article that's written uh, extremely well by every week by Eric Cohen, good buddies of ours. Um, uh, he he uh, really touts you this week again, and deservedly so. You had uh, uh, Justin Thomas in our contest. Uh, every week, people, you can uh, go to uh, bestbackcorner.com, catch our golf article with winners, especially from the Parlay Kid. Uh, on Saturday, um, heading into Saturday, Justin Thomas was seven back. But, Darren, you had Justin Thomas as one of your picks. Um and I, I got and since we've started this contest in 2021, if pe- people this is no you can go to it, check it out, go back and back articles. If you don't believe me, if you're taking Darren's picks, Darren, the parlay kids golf picks at the beginning of the season from 2021, you would be up over four thousand dollars right now. Yeah, that's look I, amazing. I am. And remember you're up four, yeah. You and that's including my losing picks because we're making um, sure uh, right. three. You know, we're picking up to three winners a week. Uh, H- Harry, I'm on a run. It goes back to last year. That uh, I don't know. It's I I I feel like, but one like every week I go into the week thinking, when does my drought start? Like, can I might go two more, uh, two years without picking a winner at this rate, but. Somehow or another, I don't know. I, I've been getting these Look, these golf I picks know. right. I I don't know. I don't know. I I've been, you know, doing a Listen, little research. Stu- but- you're studying, with researching, whether it's luck, whatever. It's still up four thousand. Eric himself, uh, who is in the contest as well, is if you listen to Eric, you'd be up over a thousand dollars. Right. Um, this week we've got the Honda Classic. The field is a little weak. Uh, like I said, we're doing the show uh, a little bit after noon West Coast time um, on Wednesday, and we just found out that uh, <clears throat> uh, you had Daniel Burgard's one of your picks. He was the odds-on favorite to win this week. He just pulled out because of a rib injury. But you do also have Sunjay M. I do too. He won here last year. So, and yeah. this is a guy that's uh, on top of the leaderboard most weeks. He doesn't miss a tournament. Uh, excellent golfer coming into his own. So, Darren, uh, you know, no burger this week, but you still like him. Yeah, I like him. Uh, this is what I do, right? So, I like to research how golfers have played here before, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, M won this last year. Uh, I, I think he'll be in the running. 
I wasn't on Burger too. That I think they had the uh, the two favorites with Burger and M. I am also mm-hmm. my long shot this week at forty five to one. A golfer I always stay away from, always. But I, is Ricky Fowler? I mm. I just. You mean? Do you mean? Do you mean you, you make? You mean Ricky Failure? Ricky, as we would like to call him, and <laughs> most of the time, Ricky Failure. Uh, is it just? Is this guy? This this just seems right, right? This not a pressure tournament. Um, yeah, the type of tournament that he might exceed in. Uh, so I like Fowler. It, it'd be nice to see. It'd be nice to see him at top of the leaderboard, which we just don't see anymore, as I believe he's now 32 years old, still no major, and it's been a while since we've seen him at a, at the front of the leaderboard on a Sunday when it meant something. It's been a while. See him on plenty of uh, golf advertisements, but uh, mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm rolling the dice on him. I also like Westwood to finish inside the top 10. I think uh, the way he's playing, I think with this field, I think the top 10 is a very reasonable request from Mr. Lee Westwood. Yeah. There's a, there's a, there's a guy out there that me and uh brother Bry, uh, your brother, who's also a part of, uh, obviously against all odds podcast with cousin Sal, uh, on the extra points podcast network, <clears throat> me and him <clears throat> are both on a, uh, uh, a golfer by the name of Taylor Gooch had a nice tournament last week at the players. He's have a couple nice tournaments of late. So, that might be a guy you might be able to find really good odds for top 20 as well. So throw him in the mix as well. We'll see what happens this week uh, in Florida at the Honda Club. Taylor Gooch, what you talking about, Harry? <laughs> uh, <laughs> nice. I like that. Uh, all right. Listen, listen, enough of the golf, Darren. We've, we, we, we uh, like you said, it's a, it's, it's a down tournament. Uh, the field isn't the greatest, but we'll still be checking in from time to time on that. But, more than anything, we've got the NCAA tournament coming up. Um, boy, uh, the playing games are in thir- on Thursday. Um, look, we're, before we get to the games here and Sweet 16 picks and and best bets almost <clears throat> for the first couple days, uh, I was wondering if you had a pick out there that you liked for these playing games. There's four of them, Darren. Um all or tomorrow. I was wondering if there's sure. anything that you really that stands out to you yeah. that you like. It's Mount St. Mary's against Texas Southern. Drake is playing Wichita State. Norfolk State is playing Appalachian State, and UCLA is playing Michigan State. Anything out there that stand out to you? Well, look, these are coin flip games, as far as I'm concerned. You know, uh, one of my sharp tank bets this week uh, is, is UCLA. I think a lot of the chalk is going on uh, Michigan State, so I kind of went uh, the opposite right there with UCLA. And But the game I am going with uh, for my extra points pick tomorrow is the Wichita State-Drake game. I am riding with Wichita State. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they've been through a lot of adversity this year, Wichita State. Uh, right now, they're, they're a slight underdog in this game. I'm taking them on the money line, plus 106. Uh, they, you know, they, they had a coaching change. Uh, they, they ended up with an interim coach who has now been hired as a full-time coach. Uh, they had won eight in a row, including a win over Houston, uh, really just about a month ago, uh, before they bowed out to uh, Cincinnati in a one-point loss 
in the semifinals mm. of that conference. So they've been playing some really good ball. Drake, on the other hand, um, was 18-0. They're 7-4, I believe, in their last 11. That's not terrible. Mm. It's not terrible, but they have they are hampered by injuries right now to uh, a few of their better players. Uh, so right. Wichita mm-hmm. as the underdog here at plus one and a half and plus 106 on the money line. That's who I think uh, I'm kind of riding with right now. Plus, Wichita, and I know it's been a couple years since they've played, but Wichita has a few players that have played in this tournament before. The whole, just the, 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 the feel of Wichita is they've been here, done that before in the tournament. I like them over Drake. What do you think, Harry? Uh, yeah, sure, absolutely. Listen, I'm also, I know you're on, uh, <clears throat> you're on UCLA, Cousin Sal's big time on UCLA. I am too. I just don't like this Michigan State team overall. I don't think they have, <clears throat> excuse me, enough scores to keep up with UCLA. Now, granted, the Bruins have lost four in a row, but a couple of games were really tight. Uh, lost the buzzer against USC. Um, uh, Michigan State only nine and twelve the last twenty one. They only have one player in that in the in the on their team that's. Averaging ten points or more. Meanwhile, UCLA is pretty deep. They have six, so I'm leaning towards UCLA here plus the two against the Spartans. Uh, I know the Big Ten has been fantastic this season, but still, overall here, I think the Bruins are just a little bit deeper, and I think in a game like this, um, they'll get it done. And also, Michigan State is a team when when they're bad, Darren. We've oh, witnessed it this year Ooh. when they're bad shooting. They are they awful. They've lost. Games. I, th- I want to say seven times this year they've only they've lost games where they've only scored in the fifties. One of those games they lost to Rutgers by thirty, where they only scored thirty-seven against the uh, against the Scarlet Knights. So I just think overall here UCLA is deeper, and I think they'll get it done. And I really kind of very, like you, like you and Sal both. Little surprise that they're an underdog here. Say that one more time, Harry. I I, I kind of lost. Do, do, yeah. I said just a, um, actually even little surprised here that UCLA is actually the underdog in this game. Yeah, in a way, I you know it is. Uh, that's what I was thinking at first. I mean, you, we're we're going on is we're going on Izzo and, and Big Ten that's and Michigan State is. history. But look, but still, yeah, Mick Mick Cronin is uh, is is not no slouch himself as a coach. Had a lot of success with Cincinnati. He's been in this tournament before. Mm-hmm. Uh, I so I think the coach matchup. You might give it, you, you know, Izzo is one of the greats of all time, but uh, I think there's only so far he can take a roster that is just not talented. UCLA has some talent on this team. I think they have more talent than Michigan State. Yeah. Now, look, if you go to FanDuel.com, there's got a lot of props available too, Darren. <clears throat> I see odds out there on <clears throat> to make it to the Sweet 16. And I've got a couple picks here. I'm going to lead off. See what you have as well. But first, I'm going to say uh, at the number three seed, uh, I'm going to take the Arkansas Razorbacks to make the Sweet 16. Um, Arkansas is playing out of the South region. Uh, I really like this team. I know I mentioned them on uh, Against All Odds as well. I just think that this kid, freshman, Moses Moody, is going to have one heck of a game, one heck of a tournament 
for the Razorbacks. I think they're a little bit under the radar playing in the SEC and behind Alabama, but they played Alabama this year and they blew them out at home. Um, Moody's uh, this guy, this kid's averaging 18 a game, three out of the last four games. He scored 28 points. Um, they're 12 and two in the last 14. And I think in their part of the region there where they have to play, they would be playing once they get past Colgate. Um, by the way, Colgate's played, uh, I mean, the, Colgate's one heck of an offensive school too, Darren. Oh, they yeah. average like 85 a game. But I think that fits Arkansas's game too, where they can pump up the scoring too. So I think they'll get by that one. Then they play the winner of Texas Tech, Utah State. Uh, I think Texas Tech, Getting a six seed, I think that's a little high for them. I don't. They lost some games. They probably could have won, should have won at home. Um, lost some tough ones, close ones, but still, I think Arkansas getting through that that part will be fairly easy. Uh, and I think they'll be on to the Sweet Sixteen to probably play Ohio State, even though lower bracket there too. Florida's playing Virginia Tech. I think Virginia Tech takes down Florida. But for that region right there, I think Arkansas gets past Colgate because, again, it fits their style. And to beat Texas Tech or Utah State here, I think won't be a problem for Arkansas either. So at plus 118 on FanDuel, you can get Arkansas to make it to the Sweet 16. Oh, man, you love Arkansas, huh? You're all over this team. I do. I do. I'm all over Arkansas. All over Arkansas. All over them. Oh. I don't mind. I don't mind that. Uh, did you? Well, let me ask you. Did you happen to see Darren before we get to your pick and what you like? Like last night, I was watching. Uh, it was really good. I really enjoyed it. Uh, Jay Billis's bra- uh, bracket breakdown, where he's got all ESPN personalities giving out their final four picks and why. And uh, I, it, it, it might be on again later on. I don't know if they replay it, but it's really good. And I'm just saying, uh, in that region, in that in that South region, a lot of like like uh, Scott Van Pelt and a couple other people really are high on Purdue. I just, I mean, I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm all in on the big 10, but I'm not in on Purdue. Just one of those things that I don't know if you witnessed it or watched it, but thought it was really good. But a lot of people on Purdue, I think brother Bry likes Purdue as well. So uh, he does. Right. Yeah. I look battle tested out of the big 10. Right. So I think, you know, I get, yeah, sure. They, they've, they've, you know, they've been competitive in the big 10. Uh, so I think a lot of people like them. So I, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't think it's a bad, uh, bad. They do have two wins that. against Ohio State, right? Two wins against Ohio State, but that's just a team. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm just not. I I think this is a that that's a game where they could lose to North Texas. I really think they could. Absolutely. Oh, look, there's gonna be and I and I'll get when we give our best bet when we give a couple picks later on. I got that game circled, so I'm going to go over that one with you uh, and everyone else uh, nice. later on in the show here. Okay, nice, nice. So, what are you looking for me? Look back to what, the Sweet Sixteen. What do you What do you got there, D? Well, you, you want want me to give maybe like uh, uh obviously, uh, you know, I think the team I'm looking at here besides your usual suspects, right? Besides, mm-hmm. say Gonzaga, Gonzaga, I should say, and. You know these one seeds, etc. You know I'm always I've been a right the one team I've been on now for a while. The last few NCAA tournaments because they're very deep is Florida State. Uh, I think they got a really good coach. Mm-hmm. I think if there's one one seed as well that might suffer a loss in the Sweet 16, I think it might be Michigan, uh, Florida State. Uh, I I think your Florida State right now for Sweet 16. 
The yes or no, it's it's right there. It's minus one ten both ways. Yeah, it's both ways. It kind of I, I I do I think they got some favorable matchups. Uh, I think you know they 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 cruise through their game one, and then I, I'm thinking I'm this where we see the Georgetown uh, beating Colorado, and then Florida State beating Georgetown. So I I, I think and, and look this is where I think Florida State can make a bit of a run though. I think Florida State they're very deep, they're very deep and. Uh, uh, and Leonard Hamilton is a very underrated coach as well. Yeah, you're you're uh, you're you're really liking Georgetown too to win this game. Uh, I've noticed in talking to you over the past uh, couple days over Colorado. Uh, I mean, uh, it was. I'll tell you what, being Big East fans for years and knowing how great it was in the '80s and the early '90s, not so much now. But still, Darren, to, for Georgetown to do what they did, not only did they win four games in four days, but more than anything, at 13 and 12 overall, I think it's in the fashion of the way that they did it. They blew teams out. They won by an That's... average in four days of four games, Darren. They won by an average of 16 points a game. Yeah. Uh, they played good defense. They just they have a very good, uh, you know, uh, mojo going right now. I think it lasts and gets them through at least game one here against Colorado. Call me crazy. Mm. Call me crazy. Mm. But uh, I just think there's a Colorado, a very good team, but very good, very good at home in Boulder. Let's see how they do in the tournament on the road in the Midwest. It's going to be interesting. I'm look that look that a lot of that's one of the. Uh, you know, it's a five twelve matchup and we know what happens with those matchups. So. Yeah, like I said, uh, uh, 5-12 over the last 40 games. 5-12, the 12 has won 24 and lost 16. Is that some, something else? Interesting. Really interesting. Very yeah. interesting. Well, I'm going to give a favorite here, Darren, to make it to the Sweet 16. Um, I know you got to lay a price here at minus 250, but I'm all in on Luca Garza and the Iowa Hawkeyes, too. Now, they're playing my Grand Canyon. First time ever, uh, Grand Canyon Antelopes are uh, in the uh, NCAA tournament. Um, but that'll end. I mean, they play great defense, but Iowa's got too many weapons on offense. They score at a high pace, and I, th I think they get through this game very easily. But then they take on <clears throat> the winner of uh, VCU and Oregon. Uh, some people are very high on Oregon. I'm not. Um, they folded in the Pac-12 tournament, hadn't played well down the stretch. Uh, VCU is a team that um, had some bad losses this season, too. I think Iowa at minus 250, I mean, I think that price should be higher. I think at minus 250 is a steal. Yeah, I don't mind that, Harry. I, I agree with that. Uh, I think Iowa is... Right, you know, they're good enough to make it there, and I think they're in a nice part of the bracket for themselves there, too. So, um, and I think they, I I don't think they love want them Gonzaga, I, I, but uh, I do, I do like what you're I, saying, right? Me neither, but I think they want another shot at Gonzaga, which they could get if they make it to the West Finals. Uh, they played earlier this year. Um, I remember that total was about a one one sixty eight. I had the over in that game. I think we, we went over that that day, that morning when they were playing. Um, uh, went over easily. Uh, I think uh, if they met again, that would be one heck of a Western fi a West final uh, with two offensive juggernauts. And um, that, again, I think that would be 
a game where we'd see a total sitting at about maybe 170, 175 there. Yeah, and I think I, I you know, I'm gonna kind of go in the same direction you're going here with a number two seed to make the sweet sixteen. Uh, and that's Ohio State, uh, who mm-hmm. I know, you know, you've been backing a lot lately. Uh, and they've been boy, they've they've they had a little lull at one point, I think a couple weeks ago we picked them to be the fourth number one seed. <clears throat> Uh, then they and when we did that, they then they lost four straight. Right, but since then, they've gotten their act together. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, not counting some, you know, some really unbelievable games against Illinois. And I like them. You know, they they we we have them as the two seed uh, coming out here. Where, <clears throat> excuse me, they're playing Oral Roberts in round one, and then the winner of Florida Virginia Tech in round two uh, to win those games. Uh, you're looking at, I think, and, and the last I saw them, were they like, I think they were like minus 162 to. Uh, that's what they are. Uh, that's what they are. Right, to make the Sweet 16. I think that's pretty good value there with Ohio State uh, for that. So um, let's let's say they're and, my. And, I, and I'll tell you what, I, li- I like that too, Darren. I mean, no one, uh, I don't know if anyone's playing better than uh, the guard Dwayne Washington. I know I've touted him. You've, you you know I've touted him a few times on against all odds. Um, he had ninety three points. He scored ninety three points in uh, in three games in the Big Ten tournament. How about that? I mean, not, that's huge. Now, huge. I'm not I think like, yeah, that's, that's fantastic. And I think he continues. I think uh, that type of yeah. play will propel them. It might at minus one sixty two. I I kind of like laying that uh, for Ohio now, State. So, well. So, now, will they play? Now, you mentioned uh, getting to the Sweet 16 here. They would have to play the winner of the Florida Virginia Tech game. I like the way Virginia Tech looked down the stretch. I, I mean, I don't understand why they're the 10 seed and Florida's the seven. If you look at Florida's resume, uh, one and three the last four, they've had some bad losses this season. They lost to South Carolina, who has probably had one of the worst seasons in a long, long time. Um, I don't think they deserve to be a seven seed. I think Ohio State uh, would be better off if Florida won um, because I think Virginia Tech could give them a game. Uh, and, and let's just hope that, you know, Ohio State hasn't, you know, uh, still has plenty left in the tank after that nice run they tried to – they almost won the Big Ten tournament. Um, let's see if they have anything left in the tank. But overall here, getting to the Sweet 16 at minus 162 seems pretty good. Yeah, I think it's uh... – I think that's too good to pass up. So that's who I'm rolling with right there. Well, now, before we get to maybe bets that we really like for the tournament, I know uh, on Against All Odds, we'll come up with our sharp tank as well. Um, again, uh, on Thursday, we've got uh, Tate the Great Frazier being Ooh, on our show again. Yes. Our old producer. Can't wait. And T- Tate, also, Darren, been on uh, – <clears throat> Been on, I've uh, been a guest here on Best Bet Corner a couple times as well. Yeah, it, it so, sounds like uh, seems like he tur- seems like he turned us down this week uh, to go to extra points. <laughs> I mean, we couldn't book him, huh? Couldn't book Tate the Great. I'm not. I, you know, I I I, I left that open. Did you for reach Seth. out to Titus? Did you reach Seth. out to Titus at all? I didn't. I did a little bit because I did reach out to Titus a little bit where I reached out to Tate to get to Titus for me last week, just telling him. 
you know, sending my videos of Ohio State. Hopefully that brought a, a smile and uh, and hope for uh, <laughs> for uh, Titus, for his Buckeyes as they went through the Big Ten tournament. But uh, one time we'll, we'll, have t- we'll have Titus on uh, at some point, too. He's a great guy, Absolutely. Uh, Mark Titus. Uh, Absolutely. The Titus and Titus uh, podcast is fantastic also. Oh, these if, guys, you, uh, if anybody out there loves the to talk about college basketball. Authority I'm on college the basketball. Uh, the the foremost Unbelievable, the authority, knowledge. both guys, they're like encyclopedias of college basketball. Um, you know, my knowledge is uh, dwarfed uh, uh, by the, their knowledge. It's incredible. They really, they really are. They, they really. Uh, if you really want to know what's going on in college basketball, they are not just now, but past and future. They are the. They are the guys. Yeah. They really are. They really are. now look before we get to the NCAA uh, tournament picks. Some things that we might like that we uh, might throw out there, Darren. The NIT does is fielding a, a tournament this year. Sixteen teams. Um, they're playing uh, starting tomorrow and playing through the rest of the week. Um, producer Michael SUNY Buffalo is a one and a half point underdog at Colorado State. Uh, Colorado State fizzled a little bit at the end of the season. Uh, Joe Lenardi had them uh, had the Rams in at as the last four in for a while, but they fizzled late, so they're out there in the NCAA NIT tournament um, tonight. Western uh, Kentucky is at St. Mary's. I know cousin Sal's big time on Western Kentucky. He likes them a lot. And Western Kentucky. Getting two points at St. Mary's is an interesting play, too, Darren, where uh, um, Western Kentucky has some very nice victories on their resume. They beat uh, they beat Alabama this year. That That is something. But I'm going to make a prediction here, Harry, of who's winning yeah. this NIT. Um, and I don't see – I don't know if there's, like, odds for the tournament. Uh, in terms of winning the tournament. I haven't Have seen you, any for that. At yeah. least I haven't seen it on FanDuel. Uh, but if there's odds out there, here's my team. The St. Louis Billikens are winning this NIT tournament. Uh, wow. They are uh, very heralded coming into this year. Had some COVID issues and just mm-hmm. never really rebounded from that. But they're uh, very talented, got a good coach. Uh, and I just think... They, I, th- I think they're a little bit more fresh than some of these teams. I think this is this tournament's going to mean a little bit more to them. Uh, I think they want to show everybody that they probably, if had they been healthy this year, would have been a factor in the NCAA tournament. So I like them to win this whole okay. thing. I like this to win the whole, the, uh, them they- to win the whole thing. And I know my Dayton Flyers are in this too, uh, who I do like yeah. getting four and a half points against Memphis. Uh, Dayton is look. They didn't have to play in this tournament. They could, but you know what? They got a they got a uh, point guard by the name of Jalen Crutcher, who has just been a uh, tremendous player for the uh, Flyers over these last four years. I think he wants to go out on on a high note. I think he keeps this team, uh, puts this team on his back against the uh, this Memphis team, and they at okay. least cover the four and a half. They'll cover the four and a half. Okay, and your and your St. Louis is a four and a half point favorite. They play uh, Dayton plays on the twentieth. St. Louis plays on the twentieth. St. Louis is a four and a half point favorite uh, at home against the Mississippi State Bulldogs, uh, who really let me down in the uh, SEC tournament uh, against Alabama. Didn't even show up. 
playoffs. Yeah. But uh, also a team that I, that I've given out on uh, Tuesday's uh, edition of Against All Odds with Cousin Sal. I took SMU plus one and a half at Boise. Uh, as of today, uh, that game is being played tomorrow. And as of today, Darren, that line is now down to one. I just really, uh, this game smells to me. It's very fishy. Uh, and again, uh, as I pointed out against all odds, brother Bry last week had a heck of a uh, heck of a reasoning why <clears throat> he went against SMU um, last week against Cincinnati in the uh, uh, American uh, Athletic Conference tournament. Um, SMU hadn't played in a month, um, and they got crushed by Cincinnati. Um, Boise's the two seed here in this tournament, and they're only a one point favorite at home. Uh, and again, SMU only played one game and got crushed last week against Cincinnati in the last 30 days. Yet they're only a one-point dog on the road. Smell something here, Darren. I'm on the Mustangs in that one. Very interesting, Harry. Um, looking at odds, there are odds on DraftKings, Harry. Uh, so mm. um, Ole, what Miss, do we got? Ole Miss is plus 500. Uh, and then Memphis and St. Louis, so both plus 550 to win this uh, whole thing. So I was hoping that St. Louis would be closer to like a plus 800. They're plus 550. Mm. Dayton is 25 to 1. Um, Mississippi- What's your, uh, you, were on, you, you were heavy on Richmond at the start of the season too. Richmond's uh, 18 to 1. Might be a team to look at as well. And, and what's, uh, just curious, Western Kentucky? 20 to 1. And uh, your son uh, and our producer, Michael, SUNY Buffalo. 23 to 1. Mm. Interesting, right? Long trip for Buffalo, though. Long, tri- long trip for Buffalo there. And Yeah, very interesting. Yeah, very interesting. So we'll see so how the NIT fun, goes. Might be fun the, to put a little bit of money on the NIT. What the heck? Sure, right. Well, it's still college basketball. We'll still have action. Uh, and we'll we'll get to the more of that as that breaks down uh, next week. But... Is there anything out there, Darren, that catches your eye spread-wise, total-wise, uh, when it comes to the tournament this week? Yeah. Um, to me, Harry, uh, boy, you know. If you got a couple out there, just something there, that maybe you're so like, whoa, maybe to, I got to take a shot here. On with this, uh, in this tournament, uh, if there's anything that's standing out to me, uh, there's there's a couple things. One, uh, if we're just talking about, mm-hmm. let's just focus on uh, Friday's games right now. Uh, I like I kind of like Georgia Tech getting three points against Loyola, Chicago. I think Georgia yeah. Tech is a hot team. They I know. Look, I know they got a little bit of a break um, in in that tournament there uh, with, with with some COVID exposures, but and they you know they got a kind of a a free pass in the semifinals to the finals. Uh, but they are playing some really good ball as of late, and they're getting three against. Lo- look, Loyola Chicago is. We know they've they've uh, you know they've they've showed some things over the last few years. But I like Georgia Tech mm-hmm. getting three points. I think uh, I I think that's good value right there uh, for them. So I'm leading, Darren. I'm I'm leading that way too because look, it was their first ACC tournament title since '93. This is their first tournament berth. In 11 years, they've got nine wins in a row. They are still out of the ACC compared to Loyola uh, of Chicago. And uh, I think uh, I think Sister Jean 
and uh, the Ramblers are showing a little disrespect uh, to Georgia Tech, where Georgia Tech, at least, maybe at least, I don't know if they are, but maybe Vegas is making Georgia Tech a three-point dog. I think that's worth a play. I, I agree. And, Harry, I know you don't want to hear this, but San Diego State minus three on, uh, on what is that? Is that also on Friday? Yeah. Um, yeah. Boy, I like, I, I, I think that I, if you would have said they guessed the line on that, I would have said minus five or minus six uh, for San Diego State. I think Bayheim and his zone defense getting a little too much credit here going into this game. I think San Diego stifles Syracuse, beats him by mm. double digits this week. Well, I will say this Syracuse in their first round games last nine I know, times they I played, know. they've won eight of them. Now, also, San Diego State, listen, 23 wins, Darren, 21 of them. They have allowed 68 points or less, so they can be very, like you just yep. you were, used a great word there, stifling, and that's what they do against their conference uh, is stifle teams with their defense. Uh, if Syracuse is not, it's all going to come down to if Syracuse and Buddy Bayheimer are hot from three-point range, they can win this game. If not, they don't have the bench. They don't have, they haven't had, uh, they haven't, in, in five, in five games, they haven't had more than 16 points off the bench, Darren, so sure. that might be, uh, that might be a situation situation where um uh where San Diego State gets the cover. Now a game sorry we got a little uh got a lot of stuff going on here at my place right now with uh construction going on. So sorry <laughs> about this. But uh <laughs> but uh but a game that I really like and I think I'm gonna use this Darren in uh my against all odds uh podcast on Thursday is uh, probably my play. Uh and I'm just gonna throw this out there so everyone can possibly jump on it is uh the under 126 and a half. I told you I, I had something uh, to pick in this uh, uh, North Texas Purdue game. I like the under 126 and a half. Um, this North Texas team, sure. Darren, 4 0 in their last four. Uh, in those four games, they've given up an average of just 54 points. And in the last two times, Purdue has made the tournament. In their first round game in 2019, they played Old Dominion. They beat them 61-48. So what's that? 109 points. And then in 2018, uh, <clears throat> they played the Big West representative in Cal State Fullerton, where 122 points were scored. Mm. I think this is a situation where uh, Purdue, uh, you know, buckles down, takes the shot clock down. Gets their buckets, but not a ton of them against this defense against North Texas, where I think North Texas could win this game, but I think Purdue pulls it out. But I think this game is one of those close ones that comes down to the wire early uh, in uh, in the first round. And I, I could see this being like a 60-56 game yeah, yeah. where it goes under 126.5. I don't disagree uh, with that. They, Purdue likes to grind games out a little bit, you know, too. So Yeah. Uh, and, 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 and you... And you mentioned, Darren, you mentioned, uh, uh, you know, I think a lot of teams, a lot of people out here, and don't get me wrong, Ohio, uh, Oklahoma State's a very good team with Cade Cunningham, especially they played well down the stretch here, 8-2 and two in their last 10. But uh, they get a team, they're giving 7.5 to this Liberty team. Darren, this Liberty team's won 12 in a row. Um. 
They've beat SEC schools, not powerhouses, mind you, but still beat SEC schools, Mississippi State and South Carolina, mm, right? Both by double dit, both by double digits, and they shoot fifty percent from the field, forty percent from three. A lot of focus has been on this Oklahoma State team in the last two weeks with them beating Baylor in the uh, Big 12 tournament, played them, uh, me and you uh, both liked, uh, plus the 11 against them uh, a couple in the last week of the regular season, which they they covered, I think, the lost by 10. But they've had to play Baylor twice in the last week, week and a half. Um, got to the finals of the Big 12 tournament, lost to Texas, who uh, was very for- fortunate, too. And that's another game where I think, you know, could be uh, tricky for Texas. I think they got a high seed in three, playing Abilene Christian, who leads the nation in turnovers, They in terms of forced turnovers. That will be interesting to see how Shaka Smart handles that situation. But back to the other game here, Liberty. I'm just thinking that a lot of focus has been on Oklahoma State lately. This Liberty getting seven and a half, that might be a chunk, Darren. Too many, to, too much to pass, too many points to pass up. You know, uh, I, I'm kind of agreeing with you. I think, was it a couple years ago where Liberty, I think as a 12 seed, beat Mississippi State in the first round as mm-hmm. a five seed? Uh, I think that was two years ago, Harry. So okay. uh, wow. could could we be seeing the same type of thing from, you know, this is a four versus 13. Um Oklahoma State's been a very strange team this year. You know, there have been games they've won without Cade Cunningham, right? That when he was out mm-hmm. once or twice, I think they beat I think they beat West Virginia without Cade because I remember having Oklahoma State mm-hmm. that game. Um, they beat West Virginia. They beat West Virginia twice, right? Uh, they beat beat them once without him. They've beaten the Baylor team, but then they've like they've had some weird losses too. I think. If the, mm-hmm. what, what's the spread here? I, I do like the points here. Seven and a half. Is that what, what, what it is? Yeah, I like Liberty getting the seven and a half. They shoot the ball really well. They don't turn the ball over a lot. I think they'll play. I think they'll make enough shots to keep this game close. Yeah. Well, listen, Darren, this is going to be great. I mean, we finally, we've, we've got it. Didn't have it last year. We're all pumped up for it. Um, I hope everyone enjoys them. So I hope they I hope some people can make some money in these rounds. They listen to us a little bit. Hopefully we can make some money and help other people uh, cash some tickets. Um, Vegas is open for it, too. I'm sure that's going to be packed and everyone's going to have a wild time in uh, in uh, the sports books there. Uh, as you know, I worked in the books for 14 years and uh, and worked worked the first couple games uh, of the tournament when I was there, and it's always been wild. So it's going to be great to see uh, see action back with the tournament back. It's going to be awesome, Darren. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Looking forward to it. Uh, boy, um, nothing brings people together like this tournament. That's for sure. Curious, curious, Darren. With it being instead of uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, it's going to be it's going to be Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Uh, are you working on Monday, or do you have the day off? Oh, you know what, Harry? It's it's an interesting thing. Um, I I'm kind of doing both. I am working remotely right now. My my youngest son had a uh, you know he's playing on the football team and they're testing the kids. He he had a random a positive COVID test, so. I am actually in quarantine right now, and I will be quarantining. Oh my. Yeah, he's fine. He feels 100%. He, he wouldn't, if they Good. weren't testing, he wouldn't even know he had it. 
Um, so yeah. right now he feels great, feels 100%. He's very frustrated because it's keeping him away from football, but th- those are the rules that we're following here. Um, so I am. I have to quarantine. I'm home. So, yeah, I, if I'm ever going to be home, I guess this is the time <laughs> to be home, right? What, the timing, That's awesome. The timing right. for me was not terrible. Well, listen, Darren, you enjoy, you and the family enjoy the games. Uh, Producer Michael, uh, good luck to him and uh, and all our picks and his Buffalo and the NIT. Good luck to Dayton in the uh, NIT as well. And hopefully we can uh, help out everybody else a little bit on Against All Odds with Cousin Sal and at thebestbetcorner.com with our picks as well. Listen, Darren, uh, the Ch- uh, you got everyone out there, you can always find Darren at the Chalk Docker on Twitter. Uh, I'm at A.A. O'Harry. Uh, Brother Bry is at the Brother Bry and at Cousin Sal. We will be having videos and picks all week uh, on uh, extrapoints.com, so definitely check that out. Um, and I'll be back with um, t- rough week in NASCAR last week, Darren, with my uh, six pack. I mean, uh, Martin Truex Jr. threw a wrench in uh, in all my in all my picks on how it worked out. Everything. If if he comes in second, I clean up. He won it, so it cost me a lot. O- one and five last week, a tough week with uh, Harry's uh, six pack of props from NASCAR. But I'll be back with uh, with an article this week with that too, so you can check that out. Always check out our golf article by Eric Cohen. And uh, our, our podcast with me and Darren the Parlor Kid. Everybody enjoy uh, the weekend. Enjoy the games. It's going to be fantastic. Again, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and even Monday. It's going to be awesome. Darren, thanks again for being on. And everybody enjoy the games. Uh, for the Best Buy Corner, I'm your host, Harry Gagnon. And for Darren the Parlay Kid, everybody enjoy the games. Take care. See ya. Win some money. Bye.